0: Hello friends, welcome to the After Hours Lounge, welcome back if you are a regular listener. My name is Sandy, I am your host um, and I've got to apologise guys, it has been a couple of weeks um, since I have done uh, an episode, the last episode I put out, yeah it was two weeks ago um, and that was with professional kite surfer Lewis Crathurn. so check that out if you haven't already. Um, that was a, a really really great episode but this one I thought I'd do something a little bit different. Um, I've done a kind of a few solo episodes um, over the kind of year and a half that I've, I've really been doing this um, and they always did they always were received really well and people seem to really like them um, that, that kind of confused me even more than it confuses me that people actually listen to the ones of me talking to guests uh, because this one you don't even get a guest cool story you literally just get me waffling like an idiot and um, but hey, if you guys are enjoying it, I'm happy to keep doing it. And as I've always said, this podcast is a form of kind of self-therapy for me, Um, especially these solo episodes. I quite like just sitting and talking at something. I always feel like a weight has been lifted a little bit after I've done it. And if I can help you guys um, along the way while I'm doing that, then yeah, that I mean, that's the whole reason that I'm doing this. And I'm not, that's not me being sycophantic and oh, look at me and I'm so good, but it, genuinely, the reason I started this was because talking really helped me, um, and I thought, well, what what better way to um, to kind of try and help other people uh, than than talk? You know, I've been told in the past that I'm quite good at talking, uh, so so that's why I'm doing it. Uh, I, I don't. Most of you who listen already, probably know all this, but anyone who's new, that's why I started the podcast, and and that's why we are or I am where I am today. Um, so as you've seen by the title. Uh, Something I've been wanting to talk about for quite a while, actually. And it's something that, especially in the last couple of months, um, I've really been, not battling with, but but thinking about. And that is consistency. Uh, so being consistent uh, with whatever you're doing. You know, when you say a word too many times, it sounds weird. Consistent, consistent. That's happening to me right now. It's also written down on my computer in front of me. So, yeah, it's kind of staring into me. Uh, but anyway, sorry, I got off track there. But yeah, being consistent, um, it's, to me... <clears throat> and having spoken to uh, friends and and my family and things like that, they've actually said it themselves as well. Being consistent to me is pretty much the most important thing you can do. Um, it comes uh, above anything, above being being talented at something, even even above enjoying something. If you can be consistent at something, whatever it is you're, you're going to achieve. You know, uh, I'm not saying you're necessarily going to achieve the highest heights of whatever your chosen activity may be or work or anything, um, but you will generally do pretty well if you are consistent. Um, to, so, it's, you know, starting starting at the beginning then, my, maybe this sounds weird, but my journey with consistency, um, I was a quitter when I was a kid. I think we're all quitters when we're kids, aren't we? You know, we all try karate for a couple of times and then we're like oh I don't know if I like this because you accidentally get poked in the eye by another kid so you go oh, yeah I'm out of here um, or for, for me it was football uh, those of you who, who are listening probably don't know and I, I don't really talk about this that much because I don't know it's not I always feel weird because it doesn't hugely affect me now but I was really deaf as a kid um, I had hearing aids for quite a few years. I was really ashamed of them. I'm, I'm quite old. I'm thirty in August. Oh God! But back when I had hearing aids, they weren't like these tiny little things that you see now. Like they were pretty obvious, especially on an eight-year-old boy. um So I had to wear hearing aids for a while, and, and I had a lot of operations on my ears. I had these things called grommets put in my ears. Uh, you know, they took out my tonsils and my adenoids and everything to try and sort it out. Um, but a- anyway, I'm going again. I'm going off track. It. I hope, hope you guys are still here for this. Um, but yeah, I I, um, I had really bad hearing when I was younger. So I tried to play football and all this and, and, and any kind of sport like that. And I quit almost immediately because I just didn't have a clue what was going on because I was deaf. You know, all these kids scream, pass me the ball, all this. I, I just couldn't handle it. So mum said I used to just lie down in the middle of the field and put my hands over my ears because uh, I couldn't deal with it. And she used to have to come and pick me up and carry me off. So that's perhaps a reason why I don't really watch like do football anything like that um but I I just quit I just quit everything I did when I was younger um and I think even when I was a kid I knew I did that I was very aware of it and I knew it was bad I knew that I didn't have an interest or, or you know something like that because I knew I was like ah, oh, no I just quit um to the point where I think mum was like oh, ah, yeah, um, there's no point in you starting this because you're just gonna quit but then uh when I left school uh when I was 18 and then I realized I didn't want to go to uni basically I quit school um but I I then I, I I found windsurfing uh those of you who listen regularly will very much know this and I think I imagine quite a lot of you are, are windsurfers yourselves as well so this may be a something that you guys can really get on board with but I, I found windsurfing and I, I went to Australia to learn to become a windsurfing instructor and the first few weeks I hated it I was the worst at it in the class um I, I hated it, I wanted to quit straight away, I wanted to come home, all this stuff, I really threw my teddies out the pram, and then my mum kind of gave me a bit of a talking to him and was like, just chill out and just enjoy the experience and all this stuff, and you know, you can sort it out when you're home, and I, once I kind of let go and started doing it, and then I, I, it just slowly happened, and I slowly, every day, just started to get a bit better at it, and was like, oh, this is actually quite fun, and I think I, think I just stopped taking it so seriously. Um, Because, you know, I was 18 and everyone was going to uni and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to uni. I'm doing this windsurfing thing. So I was like, I need to take this really seriously. Um, But then I realized I was 18 and I was in Australia learning to be a windsurfing instructor. And there was no need for me to take that that seriously. Um, So, yeah, I started I started really enjoying it. And then, you know, here I am 10 years later and, and windsurfing basically forms the framework for my life. Um, I've now in the last couple of years built my job around it. So now I can go windsurfing whenever I want. Previously, I worked in the industry. Um, Regular listeners will know my my kind of story with that and how that all ended. And I just kind of redesigned my entire life um, once I once I left the industry. But now I can go windsurfing whenever I want. And and that's that consistency. When I look back, it it amazes me. I mean, it's been I started in 2010. It's been 11 years this year. Um, since I went to Australia, which is mental, it's fucking crazy. So I'm trying not to swear on these ones. Um, yeah, it, it's mad uh, that it's been 11 years. It's kind of terrifying. But you, it, it makes me quite proud when I look back on it and I go, I am still doing this and I'm still completely in love with this sport and obsessed with it. And I'm maybe not ashamed to say that I, I got pretty good at it. And I am pretty good at it. Um, and above all, that was consistency. Like, we, you know, if you saw me at the start with my group when we were learning to become instructors, I was by far the worst one. Uh, I've never been the most talented out of the group. Uh, my group of friends that I basically spent the next eight years traveling with, uh, generally, they were most of them would, would, were better than me. They were definitely all naturally better at it than I am. Um, those of you who've not met me in person, uh, I'm quite a large human being. Uh, which does not work very well for, for windsurfing, particularly the type of windsurfing I enjoy, uh, freestyle, doing tricks and stuff. Uh, generally, you want to be as light as possible um, and quite small. And unfortunately for me, at 6'3", uh, 6'4", six, six, in shoes, um, and, and being quite you know large, uh, I, I don't want to say big boned because that's bullshit, because bones aren't big or small. Um, but yeah, I, anyway, I was a fat kid. Uh, and now I'm not a fat kid, but I'm not a skinny kid either. Um, so it was something I always struggled with. And, and I was always, you know, I was never the best one there. And that was a real battle for me. But looking back on it, I I don't know. I, I think looking back at the time, I didn't really compare myself to it because all I thought was, well... I'll just go out and I'll just practice tomorrow and I'll crash. And I know I'm going to crash and I know it's going to be shit. And trust me, some of the most frustrated I've ever been in my life has been on a windsurf board. Even my other friends as well. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, those of you listening will probably know a couple of my friends that scream and hit their boards and get very, very angry and throw a real tantrum um, while windsurfing. And I've done it myself as well. I've, windsurfed, I've basically been crying while I've been windsurfing because I literally can't do what I want to do. But something about it just brings you back. And I'm not, this isn't just me talking about windsurfing. This is me talking about any, whatever your chosen uh, activity is, even even work, even whatever it is you do for work and, and you're you're trying to improve at it. Maybe you don't have that drive to come back because let's face it, nobody likes working. Um, but you, you you have that drive to come back and keeping that thing consistent and coming back every day, that is the most important thing you can do. You know, it, it isn't who studies the hardest the night before and oh I've got to cram it all in or having the most natural talent anything like that you can have the most talent in the world but if you don't show up on the day because you can't be bothered you're not going to win you're not going to achieve what you wanted to achieve just coming through the door is is the most important thing uh again uh, regular listeners will know I I recently embarked on a a new journey, uh, into the martial arts world. I started Brazilian Jiu Um, I actually started it last year, just before COVID. So last January or basically after 2018, 2019 were I hate saying this, but cause it's really horrible to say, but they were probably two of the worst years of my life. Um, especially in terms of my own mental health. I had an awful time, frankly. Um, and yeah, I'm not ashamed to say that it, it my journey unfortunately nearly ended uh in those couple of years. Um but once I got through that, uh and I got through the worst of it, um as those of you who know, I, I still do I don't believe mental health issues ever truly go away. I think we just learn to be aware of them and deal with them. Uh which I'm pleased to say that's where I'm at now. I'm very aware of it. Like I said, it's like the it's like a horror movie. Once you've seen the monster, he's nowhere near as scary. Uh, I know the monster is always there, and I know how to keep him at bay. Um, but anyway, I, I digress. I get off topic. Um, but after after those couple of years, I decided right, 2020, I'm going to do something new, and I'll, I'm going to do it. And and I've been wanting to learn jiu-jitsu for a while. I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan, um, a lot of the surfers and things I look up to do jiu-jitsu. And I don't know, it just appealed to me. I've always thought fighting's cool, you know. Um, so I thought, right, I'm, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to. And the biggest thing I was thinking about was. I know I'm going to be shit at this. I know I'm going to suck. I've never done any martial arts in my life. I'm not inherently athletic, despite being a sportsman for the last 10 years or whatever. I know I'm not athletic, but I'm going to give it a go. And I think having that mindset really helped me going in and starting. But I think it's also having the experience of knowing that I was once shit at something else. And then I became good at it. Not through accidental talent, or anything like that sure my chances helped because I was working and traveling to some of the best places in the world but I worked hard and this is me going back to windsurfing I worked hard I I went out every single day and I'd sail all all my days off and I'd work hard to it and I achieved I don't know if if you said to me a few years ago or when I first started windsurfing you showed me a video of seven years later oh this is going to be you I would have laughed you out the room this all sounds very egotistical and I'm very sorry if it's like that that's truly not my meaning All I'm trying to say is we're all shit at something the first time we try it, and that's absolutely fine. But by showing up and being consistent, you don't need anything else. You don't need the natural talent. You don't need anything. Just by showing up, that is what makes you better at whatever it is you're wanting to become better at, whether it's losing weight and you need to go to the gym or you want to get better at golf you know you want to get better at your golf swing you want to my girlfriend's currently learning to skateboard she's going skating nearly every day whenever it's dry because let's face it, it's it been an awful summer in the UK but she just goes skating every day and every day she comes back and shows me a video and she's learning something new and that goes back to me with jujitsu. jitsu I knew going into it that I was going to suck And because of that, I feel like I enjoyed it so much more because there was no pressure on me. I didn't walk in and feel like, obviously I walked in and was quite intimidated to start with, um, but I didn't walk in and go, I need to be good at this. I need to, I need to prove something to myself, anything like that. I didn't have that at all. All I thought was I'm going to go in and I'm just going to learn. And actually that's something I've carried on. You know, obviously we know what happened at the start of 2020. You know, I only got about uh, maybe eight, eight sessions. So I went once a week then, uh, eight sessions in, and then obviously COVID happened and things, but I, I got the bug and I loved it. And I started seeing improvement. Actually, my last session, uh, doing jitsu before they closed the gym was the first time I, I made someone tap. So I was like, holy shit. And it, it was a bit of a poignant moment for me because prior to that, to be honest, windsurfing has been the only real thing, that, that I've done and had seen this improvement in so to see it in something else another aspect of my life granted another sport um was still amazing for me um but I I think jiu-jitsu especially because you're literally trying to choke someone out so it's such a good representation of this kind of failure and, and being consistent but failure is a huge part of consistency as well because failure is the death of consistency Ooh, that's a good quote maybe I'll maybe I'll coin that one someone's probably already said it let's face it um but it truly is. Failure is the death of consistency. As soon as we fail, we want to throw our teddies at the pram and we want to quit, don't we? There are always those annoying people, annoyingly great people that as soon as they fail, they go, right, no, no, it's fine. I thrive off failure and all this. And maybe they do. And that's great. And actually, to be honest, um, I think that's a lesson that we can all learn uh, is that realizing that, that failure um, and that, that being shit is a part of life and that we need to embrace that. Uh, and actually learning to fail is far more important um, than than learning to win, uh, if you know what I mean. You know, uh, and I I challenge anyone out there to, to come up to me and say, no, I don't have a story of where I've failed at something. Uh, we've all got far more in common in terms of failures than we do with wins. So I think there's something there. Maybe I, I think I've just I've just tripped over my own brain. I apologize. But we're going to come back to it. Um, but yeah failure is so important and, and learning how to deal with it and I always have because for me windsurfing is one of those great sports where one you never stop learning so you are always failing you know I get say I get to a certain level say I learn a certain trick all right you know something I've been wanting to learn for, for a while I finally learn it and I it's to the point where I'm, I'm you know I'm landing it most of the time and I'm like yes I've learned it but then that that euphoria only lasts for a little while, and then you suddenly you start looking to the next one. How can I add on to this? How can I learn another the new one? We're never satisfied as humans, so inherently, we're never satisfied with winning, because once we've won, whether it's you know beating your high score in a game, whether it's I don't know a personal best in the gym, uh, you know uh, a personal best on the golf course, anything. Suddenly you go, right, well, how do I better that again? How do I better that again? And inherently we're like that and that's fine. But we need to realise and accept that you're not... I, I wasn't going to go, right, I've learned this new move. I've got this one down. Now I'm going to go try this one. And then the first time I try it, I land it. Because that's not going to happen. I am going to fail hundreds, if not thousands of times before that other new move is learned, before you get the next personal best in the gym. You are going to fail. And in learning to fail that is where we can build that consistency because we need to fail over and over and over again in order to achieve a win or in order to achieve greatness um so yeah this has actually gone a lot better than i thought it's a bit like when i opened the floodgates i haven't done one of these for a while i told you this is kind of like therapy for me i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave this and go and eat lunch uh, and feel absolutely brilliant about myself probably and i hope that you guys do too um please know that yeah being consistent is so important learning to fail is so important um, and accepting it and realising it's okay everybody fails look at the I mean I, I really don't want to get into the, the disgraceful behaviour um, around it at all but look at the football at the at the weekend you know the, the guys that missed their penalties everything like that you can bet they are going to come back and absolutely smash it and after they've got over the loss um, and the fucking disgraceful racism that they've been uh, faced with uh, that, that's not something they're ever going to go over but that, that that's not the point I'm trying to make with this so I you know, apologise um, if everyone thinks I'm overlooking it I'm not but it's not the point I'm trying to make with this specific conversation um, but they are going to learn so much more from that failure than if they just whacked it in the back of the net um, and they're going to take something away from from that um, which I don't know I'm not a huge football fan so I can't break it down or anything like that so that's all I'm going to say on that because I know it's a touchy subject for a lot of people Um but yeah, that's 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 it from, from Sandy today, guys. Uh, that's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, I know these episodes are only really short. If you guys have a, a particular subject um, around kind of mental health or mindset, anything like that, uh, that you're thinking about or that you feel like you've got something to say or you feel like I might have something to say about, uh, please do drop me a DM on Instagram at the After Hours Lounge. Uh, or you can send me a message on Spotify and Apple. You'll find my email address as well. So please uh, feel free to ping me over an email um, and, and let me know how you're finding the podcast um, and anything you'd like to, to hear in the future. Because um, I'm, I'm always open to it. And as I said, I don't do these solo episodes enough because mainly I don't feel like anyone actually wants to listen to them. Uh, but I look at the numbers and people do listen to them. But but still, you know, and, and actually, oh, going, going back to, I mean, this podcast has been a huge lesson in consistency for me. Um, you know I remember speaking to my dad and my dad was like you know he, he said to me a few months ago he was like I can't believe you're still doing it you're still just putting out an episode each week and things and that's been the most important and sure some episodes are probably not as good as they could be I'm um, not famously because I'm famous but I don't edit any of my podcasts I don't understand these people that spend three hours editing podcasts um, I understand with famous people and things like that cause in case they slip up stuff but um, I, I don't edit podcasts you can't edit conversations Uh, but I I still remain very consistent with them. I apologize for the last couple of weeks. I have dropped it a little bit, um, but I've been consistent with enjoying my life over the last couple of weeks. And I think I've earned it, or we've all earned it after being inside for so long. But being consistent with this podcast has really um, provided me with a level of discipline of going, actually, I need to finish my work so that I can spend some time on this podcast. And those of you who regularly listen know, uh, I talk about it a bit like, I don't make any money from this. This isn't my day job. This is something extra that I do. Um, and I've said it, I'm, I'm, I'll always say it. I'm in this for the outcome, not the income. Um, I love what it does. I love that people enjoy it. Uh, and I love that it helps people, but it has helped me, uh, in being more consistent, um, and, and definitely helped me carry it over into my life. Cause I've realized oh, if I can put out, you know, an episode of a podcast every week, that's pretty impressive. Putting out one podcast, isn't that impressive. Even putting out five podcasts isn't necessarily that impressive. They say most podcasts last till episode seven. If you get past episode seven, you're you're generally kind of gonna be doing well. Uh, I think this is episode 70. so that's pretty cool. Um, but but yeah, I you know doing one isn't remarkable. Doing 50 episodes is remarkable, especially you doing one a week, you know. Uh, booking booking the guest, chatting to the guest, planning the episode, having the conversation, like recording it, then putting it all together, writing something for the social media. I do that every week. And this, again, this isn't me being egotistical. This isn't me being egotistical at all, but doing something every week like that, it has taught me a level of consistency and realizing what you can achieve if you just be consistent again i'm saying that word far too much but yeah i'm gonna leave it there guys i've already said far too much um i hope you guys have enjoyed this episode uh if you have please like share uh please leave me a rating and a review on apple Podcasts. i've noticed quite a few of you recently quite a few new people maybe not new people i i can't dive into the analytics that much and frankly i don't look at the numbers too much but i looked the other week and i did notice quite a lot of you are listening on apple Podcasts now uh, or more people listening on that. So if you are, please leave a rating and a review. It only takes two seconds. Um, it hugely helps me out with what I'm doing. Helps uh, kind of push me up the the rankings or whatever so that more people listen to it. If you like it on Spotify, please share it into your Instagram story. You can find me on Instagram at the After Hours Lounge. Um, if you want to donate to the podcast, as I say, all this talking is thirsty work. Uh, you can head to the link in my bio uh, on Instagram uh, and you can buy me a beer. Uh, so I, you can buy me uh, one beer I think it's £4 pounds, uh, or you can become a monthly member uh, for £2 pounds a month I should work on some exclusive monthly membership content really but as I said this isn't my day job so it's difficult but yeah leave leave that with me and I, I probably will do something like that um, but yeah guys thank you so much for all the support so far um, it's so appreciated I still can't quite believe but yeah being consistent is the most important thing Uh, and I ain't going anywhere and I'm going to keep doing this podcast and I hope whatever you guys are doing uh, you can be consistent and you can carry on and know that failure doesn't matter um, and it's only getting you closer to the next win Uh, thank you very much guys and we will see you next week for the next one